got the romance. Hey, hey, we got the romance. Hey, <laughs> hey, I gotta go fix the plumbing. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Essentially, his Yugoslavian wife finds out her Italian husband's cheating on her, and then her and her mother conspire to kill him. The guy can't die. Um, At all. Yeah, exactly. They try to kill him like three or four times, and uh, it's got a great ensemble cast. I mean, that's what Kasdan's known for. He gets like he doesn't have a main character. He has like five main characters. I mean, you know him from The Big Chill, Grand Canyon. He's really a handful of the Star Wars movies. He's a really good writer. I mean, he's an okay director, but he's a really good writer. What's funny is he has his son in like all of his movies. Like, like all his movies include a little kid, and it's usually his son. You know what I mean? And uh, and when's he, when's he making movies? Making movies in like the eighties, early nineties. Um, yeah. So here's this movie. I love you to death. Basically, owner of a pizza shop gets calls from ladies while he's flipping pizzas, and everybody's onto it except for the wife is like oblivious to it or like can't accept that it's reality. I don't know or or. She's really that that naive or something. She doesn't really seem to like catch on. But it's also clear that like the bus boy is in love with the wife, you know. Right, River and, Phoenix. Yeah, and that's our man, River Phoenix. You know, who is like everybody will say. Even Joaquin will say, "Oh yeah, my brother's a better actor than me." Like, like River Phoenix was like leading the clan as far as the actors in that family of like quality. But he's kind of uh, underutilized in this movie, you know. Um, but then again, like, what is a bus boy? What does he really have to do? But um, he's, uh, these characters are based on real life people. Like, um, I guess I should probably back up and tell the whole scenario, right? Like in Allentown, Pennsylvania, this lady tried to kill her husband four or five times and enlisted like her buddy from the restaurant and then like his cousins to get the job done. And in the movie, the cousins are played by Keanu Reeves and William Hurt. Hurt, yeah. Um, the names are all different, but, um... It was like Frances Toto, and her husband was named was Anthony Toto. Did you, I don't know if you had a chance to look up like the real story. No, um, I didn't. I should have. So, <laughs> yeah, so like back in '83, she tried to kill her husband, like I said, and then they really owned a pizza place. But then he actually, he like took a mortgage out on the pizza place to try to pay her bail to get her out of jail because he decided that, like, it's, it's really weird. Like he decided that she had so much passion for him that he should forgive her for kill, trying to kill him. <laughs> and he tried to get her out of jail, like, so he lost his business, had to take a regular job, and, like, spent more time with his kids, and then tried to get her out of jail. And But she was in jail for four years. And then gets, like, so it happens in 83, and then she doesn't get out of jail to 88. But the movie's more, has more of a fairy tale ending. Spoiler alert, folks, like, it's gonna go a slightly different way. But... Right. And... The part of the movie that you don't think is it could it couldn't possibly be true is like the most truest part of the story, like I forget what the first. Do you remember what the first attempt to kill the guy is? Do you remember the first attempt on the husband? Like 
Wasn't it like she hired some guy to like go beat him with oh, a bat? Oh, beat him with a baseball bat. Yeah. Okay. So that doesn't work. But then like she's like put crunching up sleeping or she's smashing sleeping pills into his like pasta. Spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. So in the movie, it's spaghetti. In real life, it's chicken noodle soup or something like that. But then, yeah, I guess the guy consumes enough of it. And here, here's where I thought the movie just made this up. He, um, is like high on the sleeping medication and in and out of consciousness and then like the bus boy shoots him in the head and he and, it, and he's just laying there in bed doesn't even know that he's been shot and uh and i was reading it happened she she like slowed down his like blood loss through his metabolism and that's what kept him alive and in real life and like in real life, he got shot in the chest and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> managed to wake up and walk to the restroom and didn't even realize he'd been shot. The police were there and were telling him, dude, you've been shot. And he's like, what do you mean I've been shot? <laughs> and and he, yeah, he goes to the hospital, recuperates, really accepts the reality that his wife shot him or had somebody shoot him. And then and then proceeds to think, oh, this woman must really love me if she's willing to kill me. And they, they like mend their relationship in real life. And, uh, and then as the movie goes, like, she, she actually doesn't go to jail. She gets out of jail. The busboy's pissed off because he's in love with the wife, but, um, you know. And then at the beginning of the movie, you think, like, the wife's one has, like, run into his hookups or whatever. Because, like, what's her name? Heather, um. Heather Graham. Yeah, Heather Graham shows up and they go, okay, here you go. This is going to be, like, a major plot point. And then she's, like, gone. She, like, she's, like, in one scene. Just, like, hi, how you doing? I want to rent an apartment. And then see you later. Right. Um, but, I mean, you get the idea that, like, anybody who rents his apartments is his next hookup. You know, like, he's, he's basically just filling the apartments with young, blonde, single ladies, right? Yeah. Um, with the exception of Phoebe Cates, who he tries to hit on at a nightclub. Um, but, I mean, his toolbox has condoms in it. Like, how does his wife never see his toolbox? Like, if he's doing chores around the house, or he's fixing something at the restaurant, she's never gonna see, notice the condoms that are inside of his toolbox? Yeah, I took it she's very naive. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe that was just the convenience of writing, but... Hmm. Spaghetti's never looked better. No, that, yeah. I could have gone for a big bowl of spaghetti after watching that. Yeah. Or some wood fire stove pizza. Would have been good. Um, what you can do is, uh... You can watch the movie with us. We actually have a partnership with Amazon... What you can do is grab our link in the podcast notes. You get over there on Amazon. You'd be able to watch uh, I Love You to Death. Tracy Ullman, William Hurt, Keanu Reeves in a very weird part. Uh, as we said, Kevin Klein starring. Tracy Ullman. She's not so funny, but you kind of take you do take her seriously. She played the wife pretty well. Uh, yeah. And, and I think you said, David, gold star for being a bad romance film. I think Dave said tops. Tops for the series so far. I, you know, I really like this good movie. Good way to close it out, yeah. Um, um, especially Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves killed me as a Marlin. The drug addict. Yeah, the, the cousins' names are Harlan and Marlon. I don't know if it ever established them as cousins in the movie, but they're based on a pair of cousins in real life. Um, um, it, it, said, it like, just felt like it suited Keanu, uh, Keanu at the time very well. Oh, yeah. um, his speech pattern, just everything. Like They utilized him really well. Yeah, he used to be like a like a bombed out surfer guy is like what Keanu was. Like if he typecast him, 
Yeah. Like, you want, all right, this half-baked surfer guy, here's Keanu, he's ready to go. You know, it was kind of like his whole shtick back in the day, right? Like, you see him in Parenthood yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. The other thing, folks, I want to let you know about is if you're thinking about starting a podcast, guess what? It's a great day to start. You know why? You can follow the link in our show notes. Buzzsprout is going to give you the hookup. If you sign up with our link, you're also going to get a $20 Amazon gift card. You sign up for a paid plan, try it out, and that's actually going to help support our show. You start a podcast, and you help us out as well. It's pretty cool. Click it. Get the $20 gift card. Other than that, that's it. We're not going to advertise anymore, I promise. We'll continue with the show. <laughs> uh, oh, man. A little rusty on the ads, but whatever. Um... Oh, William Hurt's character. So they were saying he's almost a throwaway character, but he played it with such emphasis that he's actually like riveting as uh, as Harlan, the other guy. Um, yeah. I almost want to see like a movie with just them, like their little misadventures. Like what other yes, what other criminal enterprises are they involved with? You know, um, but this they're movie... willing to kill a guy for what four hundred? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? In real life, it was five hundred. That's the other thing I said. Okay, okay, okay. I said a hit can't be for 400 bucks. The other thing I looked up, the Chicago Tribune article that I found is incredible. I'm going to put that in the, the notes, folks. Like, if you are on iTunes or CastBox or maybe Spotify, too, some of the podcatchers, which are where you can listen to podcasts, will have these hyperlinks. But sometimes the hyperlinks don't work if they're on, like, a third-party website that plays podcasts. They may not be clickable, but you can always copy and paste them. But if you're just on, like, Apple Podcasts, you, you'll be able to click through my notes and see... Um, this article that I'm talking about, it's like the Chicago Tribune wrote this article when the movie came out and wanted to relate like the stuff in the story, in the movie to, you know, like the real life couple. Right. So, um, talks about that. The cousins, which have these weird names, but their last name was bad lip. Like what, that sounds like a movie character name right there. Bad lip, B A D L I P. It sounds like a gangster (laughs) name or so, you know, like anyway, but they, yeah, they, they were like, they requested 500 bucks to do this job, you know? Um, so it's really funny, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but again, like, just a movie about those two would probably be, like, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, they were the best part. <laughs> Yo, you think so? Like... I mean, I like this movie, don't get me wrong, but they, uh, I don't know, they, uh, Keanu Reeves particularly had me laughing out loud the most. Um, I don't know why. It oh, just... see, I come with just, um, um, and I know he's the rascal, but I was watching Kevin Klein the whole movie, basically. Oh, he's great. I, like, I'm not taking anything away from Kevin Klein, but uh, I don't know. Something about Ken Reeves' character just t- uh, tickled me. You know what's weird? It's like, um, in The Big Chill, he plays somebody that gets cheated on, and in this movie, he's the cheater. Hmm. But same filmmaker, right? Same Kasdan, you know? Um, yeah. And Kasdan pops up in the movie with a freaking earrings. <laughs> like, oh. like, what? Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't recognize him? He had like tiny curly hair, but he, he was the guy that had the little jewels in his in his ear. Oh, I missed it. Oh yeah, he pops up in the movie. Huh. Um, it's during like the courtroom, like all the like, you know, prosecution. Uh, towards stuff. the end. Yeah, that's like towards the end. Um, it's funny that you say you were riveted by Harlan and Marlon because I was actually nodding asleep at that like when they came on. Oh um, really? Yeah. So. I'm missing probably, I, I missed like 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, damn. They, uh, like, minutes. he was my favorite part. Okay, well, there you go. Um, if anybody's going to see this movie, it should be our listeners, I think, because 
Well, it depends. I don't know if they've jumped in and follow along with the other bad romances, but you know what the standout for me is not this movie? Like, I enjoyed it, but it's not my favorite Kevin Klein movie. And also, like, what's funny, in 1990, you could make a movie where a Caucasian guy, like, puts on a fake Italian accent and, and <laughs> plays an Italian. Today, I don't know. Maybe you just find an Italian actor that can make fun of themselves. I don't know. Like, uh... He's a lot of stereotypes, but what's funny is, like, he was going, he kind of broke the accent a couple times. He would get excited. Like, there's a scene yeah. where he's in, with River Phoenix, or driving in his pickup delivery truck or whatever, and they're talking about the wife, and, you know, basically, Dio, which is River Phoenix's busboy character, is mm. trying to tell him to chill out, you know, with all the misbehavior, and then, like, he starts getting excited, and then, like, all of a sudden, his accent is gone, and it's just Kevin Klein yelling. And you go, oh, man, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know. Um, also, he has a really long monologue in the beginning of the movie when he's talking to the priest. And that's also, you can tell he's struggling to stay in the accent, you know. Um, and maybe that's part of the joke. I don't know that he has a bad Italian accent. Um, he was a first-generation American. Like, that was real. The guy was, like, technically an immigrant, but was really about pro-America, big America stuff. You know, um, other than that, I don't know what to say, really, Dave. Uh, uh, take it it's a quick movie. It's not. It's not very long. Like it's a fun. No, no. Like I had a fun, like a fun time watching this. And like I said, I got like a, I got I was entertained by watching Kevin Klein play this character. You know. Um, yeah, he was. He was a bit of the weak point. Um, his his performance. Um, Kevin Klein is usually. He's not phoning it in, but he's a little over the top. <laughs> and I'm a, well, and if I'm being honest, I'm attracted to Tracy Allman, and I've never seen her young before. She was like what, maybe thirty in this movie, something like 20s. that. Yeah, so she's pretty cute. Like that's the thing is, like he's running around town, but he's got a cute wife, you know. Um, but there's a lot of like she hangs out with her mother, and the mother's whatever. Um, and, but that's an interesting conspiracy. Like the mother-in-law's like, "Yeah, let's kill your husband." It sounds like a good idea, you know? right? <laughs> uh, okay, mom. Yeah, like she's oddly superstitious of um, the busboy's magic crystal scene where they're doing like fortune telling, right? But she's not concerned at all that if they try to kill the husband, it'll be bad luck for them or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. They're God-fearing, but then they're like, oh, but we're going to get our revenge on the husband. I don't know. So, I guess in a lot of these bad romance movies, it's like the guy who has a, the issue, right? I mean, my favorite of the series that we did is the Jeff Daniels movie. Like, I will go back and rewatch, uh, you know, Love Hurts. I don't know if I'll go back and rewatch I Love You to Death. That's the thing how I'm rating this movie is, of all these movies we've watched for this series of bad romances, which ones do you think you'll go back and watch again? And see, for me, I, I'd go back and rewatch um, uh, I Love You to Death. I mean, I, I could see myself watching Love Hurts also, but uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked it. Yeah. It struck the right chord with me, I guess. Hmm. What else is going on, Dave? You watching anything else recently? Uh, like I told you, I've been uh, kind of binge watching this Tacoma FD show. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. I know. I'm, I'm like... <laughs> well, I, I never heard of so it that, before the Folks, other day. that's me trying to prompt David to tell me about, like, the stuff that he's watching so he can share it with you guys. And then I kind of already know, but I, maybe he didn't know that I was going to give him, like, the 
little go ahead, <laughs> nudge him in the right direction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I've been watching. I watched a great movie the other night with Elijah Wood called Come to Daddy, which is like a. What? You haven't heard about this? No. It's like a lot. I, I don't. I don't want to give away too much because uh, it's kind of you can spoil it easy. But it's like Elijah Wood being called to um to see his dad who he hadn't seen since he was a kid. Mm. And just shit goes crazy in Haywire. Like, it's very bloody. It's very, uh, um, I don't know. It's, uh, kind of put me on the spot. I wasn't prepared to talk about it. Oh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> but it's a good you could have just told us the trailer version, and that'd be fine. Well, another movie I think people should take a look at, because it has, like, everybody. It has, like, the guy who was, like, the Cobra Kai, William Cosgrove, I think is his name. The guy who mm. led Cobra Kai in, in The Karate Kid. Um, it's got him, it's got Fred Williamson, it's got, uh, William Sadler, and it's got the guy who was in this horror movie recently with the, where he played the blind dude, who was trying to, did you, did you ever see that movie? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Alright, oh god, I can't think of this guy's name, but he's awesome, anyway. It's called VFW, and then, like, they're, like, a bunch of v- um, vets or something in a bar. One of the vets owns the bar or whatever, or has this VOW post, and, like, mm-hmm. then all these um, drug-dealing, like, punk rockers, thugs, like, are chasing this girl, and she's, like, their asset somehow, or she has one of their assets, and they need to get it back. And because she went to that bar, they snap into, like, well, we have, we're, like, duty bound to protect you you know these guys are trying to kill you so it's like a showdown between these old school guys and the thugs um but it's like a b-movie horror like thing it looks like an 80s punk thrashing movie you know like just Hmm. ridiculous like it looks good anyway i mean it's one of those seen in the theaters or rent on demand vfw yeah right it looks pretty good i'll do like a mini review as soon as I get to see it. It's like on my list. Next couple things to watch. I will jump back into that firefighter comedy. I watched another episode where they accidentally let in somebody's ex-girlfriend into their house and she lights the guy's car on fire. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, it's a little off-kilter for me, but it's cool to see that uh, Kevin Heffernan and... Uh, what's his name? What's Steve the other guy's Lemmy? name? Steve, yeah, or... Stephen Lemon or whatever. Or Steve Lemmy uh, have a show. Uh, I was yeah. listening to their podcast for a little while called like Chewing It. Um, oh, I didn't know they had one. Yeah, they interviewed um, Bill Paxton before he died, but then he was like burping through the entire interview, like literally, like they talk about like podcast no nos, like you're not supposed to like, choke, cough, you drink something on air, but we drink stuff all the time, like part of our show. That's the whole thing. So, um, but yeah, was, this interview, he like burped like every three minutes or whatever. For like an hour and a half, you know? Uh, And whatever. So, okay. So, to recap, go watch I Love You to Death. If you want to watch it tonight, you can grab our link in the podcast notes. Get over to Amazon and check it out. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, you can grab our affiliate link. You'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you're on their podcast plan over at Buzzsprout for like two weeks. Boom. You'll get a $20 gift card to Amazon. That's pretty cool. And we'll be back next week with a whole new series. Dave has decided we're going to do these uh, extreme sports movies for March, which is kind of cool. Plus, we, on the radar, have a movie associated with um, South by Southwest. We're supposed to talk to the people that have their movie out at the festival. That'll be awesome. And then we're going to 
do all these um, skater, biker, all these uh, extreme sports movies that you know and love will be like what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's on the horizon for Binge Watchers. Also, you can visit us on our Facebook page. We're on Twitter. We're kind of everywhere at this point. So just Google us, and I'm pretty sure you'll find us. And also, tell us the movies you're watching. That also makes it interesting, is if you give us feedback, we'll let you know what we think about the movies that you guys are watching. If we've seen them, and if not, we'll have to look them up. And we'll be this giant community of lecherous binge-watchers. No, just kidding, not lecherous. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, that's like the connotation associated with binge-watchers, is that everybody's like, just like these middle-aged slugs, like, oozing behind their computers just watching all this stuff, you know? That's yeah. a pretty accurate depiction. That's the police <laughs> sketch of a binge watcher. Like, oh, we think a binge watcher committed the crime. No, no, no. Binge watcher couldn't have committed the crime because they would have to leave their house. That's right. never going to fucking happen. <laughs> they didn't do it. You know? How do you know we didn't do it? We pulled their IP address and they were freaking watching I Love You to Death on Amazon at the time that you say they committed the crime. That's that's how that would work. You know? Yeah. So that should be the remake to I Love You to Death is the wife can't stand that the husband's a binge watcher and just had, had enough. He's had enough of it. You've watched Tremors 800 times. I'm fucking killing you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, something like that. I don't know. <laughs>